Hello and welcome to another special episode of Dominic Vincent. Banging these out at the moment, loving it. Um, I am Ellis, I'm here with Joe and John as always, and we, our special guest today is the maestro, Philip Michael. How are you? I'm very good, mate. What's happening? Oh. Still recovering from the session you put us through. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's session, a good laugh, that's the fair. The session we discovered that we had no right to criticise any wrestling. Anything ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even get oh, in no, without falling over oh yeah yeah anyone should go and do it um preferably yeah. if you're younger and like more able-bodied than we are yeah, i don't know like you, you held your own like you did well oh well thank you very much it makes me <laughs> feel you. better about the tremendous pain my hip's still in but, yeah. <laughs> before joe the next day you or the monday you were texting me places in manchester that like, I want to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still thinking about it, to be honest. I'm just like, I might just have to invest in some Radox or something. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep heat. Plenty of deep heat. Yeah, I just or use it normally. Vet, as we call it, vet cream in the business. So. <laughs> 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 Walk into a room. Oh, it smells of vet cream in here. <laughs> How do you find doing them? Uh, like, we, we had a really good time. You were, you were great with it. But like, you seemed... Um, like really shocked and happy when we were like, oh yeah, we watch other wrestling and we, we know some indie promotions. You seemed a bit surprised. Yeah, like, you'd be surprised how many groups come in that have no clue about wrestling. They just see it. I think they must see it on like some sort of list. I don't know how it works. I don't look at that stuff. Um, they just think, oh, that looks funny. And then like, they come and try it. So I never really get groups that know wrestling. Or if they do, it's like from like 90s WWF. Mm-hmm. And they're not really like familiar with stuff nowadays or anything like that. So it was good to have a group that I could actually talk about wrestling with. Yeah. And, yeah. It was yeah, good, good fun. One. I would would wholeheartedly recommend it. It's um, the most fun I've had in a long time, even though I was absolutely ragged for days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a whiplash for a couple of days. Too. You had minor <laughs> women's whiplash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the good video, oh, our friend uh, Minette, when he's, uh, do you know, the falling off the top rope? Yep. He's the one who went out and got water and he came in, you're like, do you want to go for the top rope? He's like, yeah. And as he's falling, you shout, tuck your chin in and you just... <laughs> you know what? I, I remember him because I remember him because I was like, "How is he so good at everything?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how is he picking this up so quick? <laughs> like, there's beginners that don't pick it up that fast, and he's just there doing it like 15 minutes, no problem. He's he's one that doesn't know wrestling either at all. I know. <laughs> <Doesn't watch it. laughs> Usually, how it goes. Yeah. Even more annoying. I couldn't even fall off the bot fall off the top. I was too scared. Not even scared. I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't make myself do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big mind fuck to be fair. It is. Well, when when you like jump into the ring, you like me and Butcher were like, I just want to put both hands on the top rope, not one underneath and one on top. Like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. just seemed counterintuitive. How how did you find it? Kind of um, <laughs> when when you started training because you began wrestling at like what thirteen or something like that. Like what? Yeah, what yeah. Made so you I, go, I want to do I'm, this. <laughs> I'm so glad that I started young because I was like the slowest learner. Like, I had like <laughs> no, I had no natural ability whatsoever. <laughs> um, I was I was like a really chubby kid. Um, I played sports here and there in school. Played a bit of football for like a youth team and whatever. But yeah, I didn't really have much of an athletic background. Um, and then one day I, I got into professional wrestling in like 2009 when I stole like a wrestling DVD from a charity shop when I was out with my mates. <sighs> um, and it, it just it had like a clip of like, the Dynamite Kid, and then like oh. that got me hooked. Um, yeah, I, I was obsessed ever since. And then 2011, I started training. Um, I, and there was a school close to me in Manchester, um, but you had to be 14 or over to start there at the time. Okay. And obviously, I was only 13. And there was a school in Morecambe, and it was a like sort of like a stuntman studio set up. 
So the the age of like starting was, I think it was 10 because they had like certain facilities or some sort of like qualifications or insurance to like let younger people start. Okay. Um, So the first time my mum came with me because it's like a four hour trip. It's like three trains and it's like four hours to get to Morecambe from me. And I'm like 13 years old on my Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a long Mum came with me the first time. And after that, I was on my own. But yeah. Wow. Just to check it was legit and you weren't just going to get burgled. Yeah. (laughs) Something's more than 40 minutes in my house. I'm just like, no. I can't do it. 15 15 minute cities, mate. That's what it's all about. How did you find it when you then when when you started? Then you said you're a bit you were a slow learner. Like, was there ever a point when you went, nah? <laughs> oh, so, so many, so many. Like, even more recently than I'd like to admit that like I've had that sort. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I was like one of the only kids there, pretty much. Um, and to be fair to everyone, all the adults there, they was they were really sound. Like, um, they're a good group of people. They took me under the wing a lot. Uh, but it was it was quite rough, especially to start with. Um, when your body's not used to like physicality or like absorbing impact and things like that and now here i am 13 having to having to take slams off guys fully grown men and, and, <laughs> and strikes and stuff like that um but i wouldn't change anything honestly uh i'm so happy it ended up being the way it did awesome and what, what were the first promotions and that you started like what was like your first show first match in front so, of the my first show was a training show with the company i was with at the time in Morecambe, XWA. Uh, ran by Greg Lambert um, and it was just a trainee show full of 50 people and the most over person on any of them shows was my nan (laughs) (laughs) Uh, tell us more (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so um, there's a guy called Stallion Uh, he works commentary at PCW with Greg Lambert Um, but we were doing a gimmick where I was sort of his lackey I was his assistant I think that was the official term (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like did this gimmick where i had to run out halfway through the show to get my pizza i come back i hand in the pizza box i run backstage he opens the pizza box it's empty i've eaten the pizza oh my god you know what i mean like just we're doing little skits like that wrestling's and... brilliant isn't it <laughs> <laughs> there, there was this there was this match going on on this show and they'd planned a double down specifically for the fact that me and Stalin had to run one of our skits in the middle of this match, where he literally just starts berating me. And well, my nan wasn't going to stand for that. <laughs> she she stands up out of her chair and like just starts spitting fire at Stalin. And like, <laughs> no one knew who she was either. No one knew at this time that she was my nan. It was just some lady in the crowd <laughs> just giving giving gob to, to wrestlers getting, getting into it. Yeah, but she was gobsmacked because... She had no. She didn't really know how it worked or anything like that. She thought I was just getting told off. <laughs> I wish. I wish I still had the DVDs. And then, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. See, but I love that. That's the thing. Like, you know, it's not. But also, yeah, come on, it is, isn't it? It's, that's, that's what makes it beautiful. <laughs> she completely ruined like this year-long feud finish. Nan, <laughs> <laughs> can you just sit down? No, I'm not letting him talk to you like that. <laughs> we were doing, we were doing the whole angle, and this was going on for at least, I'd say, six months to a year, where. My trainer was like the, the bully. He was like bullying me. He was beating up Stallion because me and Stallion be- ended up becoming like a fully baby face, like duo almost. Um, anyway, my trainer who was like called Johnny, it was Johnny Fear. I don't know if he's still wrestling. I've not heard much of him for a while. Um, but yeah, he's built like a brick shell, honestly. Like, <laughs> um, 
and yeah, so he's like doing this angle where he's bullying me and he's forcing me to wrestle him where I'm just getting beat up and whatnot. Um, anyway, the main event is of this like last show where everything culminates. Um, it was a last show before going to a bigger venue, so we had to wrap everything up. <laughs> and <laughs> the finish is, I think, I feel like, yeah, that's the one. So Greg Lambert was a baby face, um, and the top baby face in the company at the time was wrestling Johnny Fear for the title, all that sort of stuff. And big title match. We do a thing where I eventually get brave and I cost, I almost cost Johnny Fear the title. Um, I stand up to him, gets a big pop, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Greg hits me, turns on me, hits me with the title. And then obviously that sends my nan through a loop. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the finish was, the finish was Greg rolls the belt in, Johnny Fear gives um, Jinx, who was the baby face, a power driver mm-hmm. onto the belt. And they line it up perfectly so hard cam's got a perfect view. Only my nan follows Greg around. Greg's on the apron. My nan's there. The hard cam can't see anything because, <laughs> because my nan's just on the apron trying to beat the piss out of Greg Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds incredible. I can't decide what's better so, or worse. But I think my, my grand had heat with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Top worker, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> what have uh, what have been some of the favourite feuds you've had then? You mentioned obviously that was a year long feud. Is, is there any other, few, any other feuds that have stood out for you that you've really enjoyed doing? And has oh, your nan my... been involved in them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if not, why not? <laughs> yeah, she refuses to come to shows now because I'm a heel. She doesn't like it. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's still not um, prepared to accept that. Like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> It's real to me, damn it. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think I'm I'm really proud of the work I've done the past year with uh, Ross from PCW. We ended up having again another year-long feud. We had I quit matches, last man standing matches, um, and I think we ended with a no disqual- just a no, no disqualification match. But we literally beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I put him through a table at one point, and yeah, like that cut him open. By accident, just one of the things. We just didn't pull any like punches or any chair shots or anything. Like we just went hell for leather. And uh, now that's that feud is sort of become synonymous with PCW nowadays, like the current PCW. Um, and yeah, it was honestly probably like some of the most fun experiences I've had in wrestling. It was rough, but like that's just part of the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I stumbled across PCW on Sky Channel. What was it? One eight six. One eight six. I can't remember. The, it's. it's <laughs> I was just flicking through one night, and I'm like, "Hang on, that's no." And then I was like, <laughs> "Isaiah Quinn's on commentary." I was like, "This is hang. oh okay." And then it was you, Mongrel, and. Someone in a triple threat uh, for the for the. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was for the belt. But I was like, this Mongrel. is. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I think he was called Mongrel. I don't remember this. <laughs> it was. He was. He looked. I think he said he, he was like straight out of training. It was like his first or second match. Uh, he he right, did all right. right. Like um. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was looked like it was in a working men's club sort of thing. But it was. It was just like, oh, this is this is fun to watch because I know these people and they're on proper telly. It was. It was really <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I look forward to when like the current PCW stuff goes on there because we've done some incredible work over the past year to get stuff back. Because um, there was a bit of a there was a bit of a dip at one point for reasons and stuff like that. And past couple of years, I think since since coming back from COVID, like everyone has just put in an absolute shift to like yeah almost not bring it back but just make it feel like something special again. And it really yeah. does. Like they've got yeah. an amazing team there now, like roster wise and crew wise. And yeah, so I'm looking I'm looking 
forward for it all paying off the new stuff gets shown on TV with the storylines and the, the work that we've all put in. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know how Set. far behind it was. Quite, quite oh, far that, that would have been years like. ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. okay. It, yeah, it looked... I mean, you, I was going to say, you looked young, but meh, you still do. Yeah, compared, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comparatively. Behave uh, yourself. No, but um, I've set it to tape because like, I'm like, this is something else I can watch. It's, yeah, yeah. it's... And it's something that I can, in theory as well, go to, which is an extra nice thing because it's, it's not that million miles away. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it yeah. PCW that's got the road to glory? Yes, yes, that's the one. Um, um, I'm, I'm right, right in thinking you won that this year, didn't you? I did, yeah. Uh, that that weekend was a that was a solid graft. Honestly, I I don't think I've ever felt as beat up and as sore <laughs> as I did after that weekend. <laughs> well, I went on cage uh, match and it was like you wrestled like two a few matches a night or something. On... I, I rest so Friday to Sunday I wrestled five matches in Oof. total. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so it was a tournament. It was. Round one, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. And then on the Sunday, but the um, quarterfinal to the final was all in one day. So I wrestled, I wrestled once wrestled once on the Friday night. Um, then it was when we had an afternoon show. I wrestled on that. And then at the night show, I had to wrestle twice. And then, oh, then I had to wrestle again on the Sunday. You get paid five times for that, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when yeah, is, honestly. This? I, I want a weekend of wrestling. What is this? Uh, yeah, but we've got we've got lots of good, good shows coming up. Um, but that Road to Glory was, was really special to me, to be fair. Because uh, I used to watch PCW as a fan back back in oh, like yeah. 2013. Um, some of my favourite wrestlers have won the Road to Glory tournament and things like that. And to finally be in that position where now I'm sort of helping carry PCW into this sort of new stage, it, there's a sense of pride to it for me, to be honest with you. Because... That, that PCW to me is kind of home because it's where I got my first opportunities. Um, I got opportunities off my work at PCW and things like that. So to be like the current staple of the company, it's, yeah, yeah, it's special. I like that. And have you, what's, what's the upcoming shows in PCW? So we've got an open ring show on this, this Saturday coming up, which is for our trainees and guys that I've helped coach, guys that have been putting a graft in at the academy and stuff like that they're getting their first exposure into what it's like to perform in front of a live audience uh, it'll be some of their first shows so it's uh it's almost one of them like this is where it all started when some of them are famous in god knows how many years time like people some people can be there and be like oh i watched his first match at pcw academy <laughs> in front the of like, sex the sex pistols at the free trade all in it yeah <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and then may 6 we've got a big one in at flamingos in blackpool um oh and I can give you an exclusive announcement here. <laughs> Ooh, so yeah. I was supposed to be working Alan Angels, who competed on AEW and is on Impact. Oh yeah, yeah. that was that was yeah. that was the that was the announced match that I had. Unfortunately, he's had to pull out. Um, but now I'm facing Taylor King, who's been absolutely killing it in Australia. Oh, lovely. Um, so nice. um, yeah, I'm hyped for that one. Working hard, preparing, getting myself in best shape as possible, ready to put on an absolute clinic. I might have a day out for that because I've. Was it oh, Shady? Bring, all, bring all the boys, come on. Was it Shady who said like <laughs> Flamingos is like a really nice place to wrestle in? It's oh, it's amazing. He it's did talk about, yeah, yeah, talked about it. As a, yeah. as a nightclub, <laughs> as a nightclub, it's probably not going to be. <laughs> I said, I think, I think when he said it, well, I'm sure I've been in there in my youth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but as, as a wrestling show, like it just. You know when certain venues help certain atmospheres for crowds? Yeah, things yeah, like that. absolutely. This really brings out something special. Um, yeah. And we, we get good crowds there all the time. And that was where the Road to Glory tournament was as well. And the whole weekend, just it was just it was just sick. 
Oh. Is that in Blackpool, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've just, just Googled the venue there. It looks awesome, to be honest. Yeah. L- literally, five, literally five minutes from uh, Blackpool North train station. Five minute walk. Nice. And then, like, oh, hotel will be like four quid, won't it? Oh, it's Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, hey, Paul, Paul lives in Blackpool. <laughs> oh, there you go, innit? Two for two. But yeah, right. I put that in my calendar. Um. <laughs> so, cra- crazy story while we're on that topic. Yeah. Um, I got a cheap hotel booked for the Road to Glory weekend. And I went to the hotel. This was after the shows on the Friday night. Me and a few of the lads went to the hotel. We were all like, we were sharing a room. Pressed the buzzer to get into the hotel, no answer. Couldn't get a hold of him to save my life. My phone died on me. So <laughs> we used uh, the guy, my mate I was with, we used his phone to ring the hotel to be like, I, uh, no one's answering the door. And they're like, oh yeah, well, when you book it, we send you an email with all the information on how to get in and the codes and stuff like that. But my phone was dead. <laughs> so <laughs> we had to walk across the road to a completely different hotel and ask if I could borrow a plug socket to charge my phone. Oh, no. And she, I could tell the woman was a bit suspicious at first. Like she's like, this is a bit weird. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, but she was dead nice. And she was like, so what, what are you doing in Blackpool? I feel like I recognize you from somewhere. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, wrestling in Flamingos in Blackpool. We've got a two day tournament going on. And she goes, Oh, you're Philip Michael, aren't you? I watched you at Blackpool Tower back in 2018. I was like, oh, that's lovely though, isn't it? Like, what a small world, like. Oh, that's not nice when that kind of thing happens. Yeah. She still doesn't let you use the plug socket, though. Oh, she did. She did. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. (laughs) It feels like like a a, a bloody fetch quest in Skyrim. You must go here to here to do this. (laughs) Just want to go to sleep. What would you say your uh, your proudest achievements in wrestling are so far? Obviously, mentioned a couple already. Is that, yeah. is that any demos or anything? See, see, this is like depends how deep you want to get with this podcast. <laughs> because Go deep. I've got I've got <laughs> some like I've got I've got the easy answers and I've got like quite a heavy one. But so the the easy one is either winning the PCW Cruiserweight Championship back in October or winning the Road to Glory tournament this year. Sure. But on the other side to that, flip side, I've always had really bad anxiety around pubs clubs people under any sort of influence of alcohol it yeah. just due to seeing things as a kid that kids shouldn't really have to see um sure. and obviously when i got into pcw shows their crowds their shows were run specifically in nightclubs where wrestling fans were drinking and you know having a good time and don't get me wrong they were like amazing crowds but just because yeah. of like my experiences and stuff like that uh, it just sent me through a loop um yeah of course so uh I remember this one time I was had a big opportunity to wrestle Lionheart on PCW. And for what, like, there was just something different about the crowd that night. They were just extra up for it. Like, they were just so, like, alive. And I remember my music hitting and just getting, like, a really big pop that I wasn't expecting. I don't think anyone else was expecting. Oh, amazing. But even because it was in a, but still because it was in a nightclub, like, it still freaked me out because it was, like, rowdy drunk people mm-hmm. just enjoying wrestling and stuff like that and i remember physically feeling like i'm gonna to have to grab one leg at a time and take myself through Walk this my game. way through yeah yeah okay. <laughs> just because like my my head was spinning there was people like my music was playing i was ready to go out there's people walking past me saying good luck uh, have a good and stay safe all that and i couldn't even acknowledge them i couldn't even look up i was just looking at the floor constantly like and then I went out, I did the match, and I'm, I'm so glad I was in there with someone just as good and as experienced as Lionheart because if I was in there with, say, just another trainee or someone I didn't trust as much, 
like yeah. God knows what would have happened. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Someone to to, to, but, to not carry you through, but to help you along. Yeah, yeah. I was so lucky yeah. to be in every one of the best wrestlers that like this country's ever produced. Um, yeah, and I got through yeah. it. And so, like, the proudest thing is, like, nowadays I, I knew I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I had to face that. Like, I had to like just suck it up and week after week just do it even if I didn't want to, like there's, there's been so many times where like I wanted to fake an injury or just like sort of make an excuse as to why I can't go out or anything like that. And thankfully I never did, but mm. um, yeah. and professional wrestling is something that I've always wanted to do. It's all I've ever really been passionate about. Um, I said I played football and stuff before, but I've never really felt as strongly about anything as I have professional wrestling. And I knew that if I was going to take this seriously and make something of myself, this was something I was going to have to overcome. And so just facing that anxiety week after week, month after month, show after show, I'm now in a position where I almost thrive in that environment, especially in my new heel role. I can walk out in front of a nightclub in front of, you know, a few hundred people and just like add fuel to the fire now and stuff like that. And (laughs) really like really, really feed off that atmosphere and I put on some of the best matches of my career. Yeah. Using that fear to propel yourself forward in a way yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. like that's uh, amazing mate that's really really yeah thank in, you in a really like still tear in my eye no but it, it, it's like it's yeah, a really yeah. lovely thing Isn't, it's we've also like having met wrestlers and stuff like that it's also things that like you have to want to do it because it's not a thing you can sort of do half-heartedly you have to give yourself to it 100 percent. but with that extra layer of of anxiety on top of it it must have been super hard as well so like honestly fucking like fucking well done man like it's lovely to see no really like it's oh oh i'm gonna gonna start crying now and all sorry everyone it's just lovely thanks like you know thanks for sharing that with us it's 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 a really nice thing and it's it's good that you can like i said use it to your advantage now in a way yeah yeah like in a wrestling environment like i'm completely fine now but i'm still a bit shaky when it comes to, like going just to the pub with my mates or anything like that like, i don't really go to pubs and stuff like that plus one of my best mates is like muslim so we tend to just go to shisha bars and things like of that nature <laughs> but uh, i guess i guess in real life i don't have to go to a pub <laughs> so i'm never gonna like just take myself there <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah we were how long, how long we, did we, it we move on how long did it take you to kind of get to that place where you where you where you felt comfortable in in the wrestling oh, god, no, god knows i don't know if i can pinpoint exactly when but i think just over time like i said just being forced to do it like if this is what i wanted to do i don't have a choice um mm. and i think over time it's just faded slowly and slow slowly and yeah it's, it's got like to the point where i'm at now where like i'm more than happy to go out there and do what i love yeah did anyone that you like you worked with know or was it just an internal thing and then you were just no, it's, it's yeah, it's always so been through. internal. I've never really shared yeah. it, especially when I was like having to go through it and stuff. Because like, um, depending on who you're around, there can be a bad stigma on being nervous and things like that. Um, so you don't really want people judging you and st- and things of that nature. Like now, now I probably wouldn't care, but um, back then I was very, I was still new to the business and things like that. So I was very careful with what I told people. And I think this is the first time I've ever really said anything like that on a podcast or an interview. Like I've not really done many, but it's just never really come up. So. Yeah. Um, well, well, fucking done. Honestly, and and it's you know, if anyone's listened to this and hears that, I imagine it's quite inspirational to inspirational to yeah, me. Yeah. Saturday, no. of, it resonates with a lot of people. I think that as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But it's it's exposure therapy, isn't it? It's just keep keep holding the spider in your hand, and eventually you won't be frightened of it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I would, because spiders are horrible. But... <laughs> <laughs>
I got sort of more fun there. You just said trying to lighten the tone of it, man. It got a bit sort of um, like I know, misty eyed. It's good, but uh, yeah, yeah this is no, it's a pretty no. standard section of podcast where you start crying. To be fair, so oh, right. <laughs> so much this week. <laughs> um, you mentioned being a heel kind of helped you like flip that around. I'm assuming you prefer being a heel than a face. Uh, not at first, not at first, because it was out of my comfort zone. <clears throat> but um, I didn't really have any sort of direction. I'd been so I got on PCW and shows in general back in 2016, um, and I was a babyface up until 2022. Road to Glo- actually, ironically, Road to Glory 2022 um, was when I made the jump, became a heel, uh, and honestly, looking back now, it's probably the best decision that I've ever made because I had no direction. I wasn't really in. A prominent position it was just all oh, there's a space here let's put Phil here or oh, there's something here Phil can do that or yeah we've got this new trainee yeah. like we'll let we'll have him wrestle Phil um which I don't mind obviously but uh, I felt like as a in that baby face position I wasn't really getting the opportunity to truly show what I could do um mm. and now you know fast forward a year later I've won the cruiserweight belt um I've won the tournament and it just shows that like it was a good decision yeah, I said because I uh, saw you Friday at Bolton Town Wrestling in. Yes, yes. I would say probably the match of the night for me and my friend who was there <laughs> as well. Just because, no, it was just because I like personally that sort of fast moving, technical bit of, you know, sort of a flat. But uh, yeah, you and uh, Jackie B, um, good heel work. Like, I, I know it's Bolton Town Wrestling, so it's pretty, it's just everyone hates the baddies anyway. Like, it's, <laughs> you don't have to do a lot for them to. To hate you sort of stuff but it was it, it was yeah it was it was it mean like the first time we saw you there as well it was it was really good but it's just it, it getting better every time we see you man as well like yeah. that's no, no. It's, i appreciate it's it yeah uh, and i want to just say as well jack Barron should be on every show in the country uh he's so underrated uh, he's, so he's, underutilized he's, he's honestly i've never seen anyone as comfortable on top rope or like as athletic as, as jack Barron. like he's honestly top class and I really want him to get more opportunities this year. Yeah. They said all all four of you, <coughs> uh, you, Lee Dawson and uh, yeah. Keenan, like just, I guess I think of just going out and putting it all out there. Like it was just, it's really lovely to see. And it, it it's one of those things that always makes me smile when you go, this is great, isn't it? Like, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a cracking match. Everyone looks like they're having fun with it. It's brilliant. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no was, feeling it like was, it. <laughs> it, was a, it was really good fun. Um, I absolutely love performing for Bolton as well. Like it's a solid team there. Everyone gets on. There's no like weird sort of atmosphere or there's no feeling of anyone's out to get anyone and things like that. It's just a team effort every single show and the crowds speak to themselves, speak to that as well because every time we keep pulling people in and yeah, it's, it's a it's a pleasure to work there. To be fair, it's a nice place. You need to come to one, Ellis, man. Yeah, I, I, I do. They always seem to fall like on Friday before I've got something on the Saturday. Um, is there any shows upcoming for that? Oh, it's a while off the next one. There's next Friday, so it'll be like two and a half months in it for next one normally. Yeah, I it might fall in the summer when we're on summer holidays. That could be good. I mean, it's a Friday <laughs> night for like two and a half hours. It's not, and it's Bolton. <laughs> it's six quid in a taxi from my house, mate. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to come to one too. It's a bit far for me, but it's further for you. But I want to get. There. He's in Edinburgh. <laughs> it's yeah. Like... Oh, bloody hell! You've got a good, got a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still like to go to one. Yeah. Need to make it to Morecambe as well. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah Joe had a weekend of it at Bolton Town on Friday, and then we went OPW on the Saturday. Oh, how how was OPW? Was it good? Oh, oh it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, you need to get yourself on in Morecambe, mate, because I think they think you'd go down a storm. To be honest, up. yeah, um, yeah. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of love for them guys down there. Um, obviously, we obviously like I know a lot of them that perform on them shows and. Every time I see like the cards, I'm just like, oh, that's a, that's a that's gonna be a barn burner. <laughs> I have a show. Like probably one of the best shows because it was like stories that were culminating that have been going on for two years or so. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're you're invested in it. Like there was someone literally sat in front of us sobbing at the end when RPD won. Like, that's what you want. Sh- shoulders go in and everything. And Basically like, unable mm. to breathe. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> off of your emotions. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, well, we'd love to see you over there because it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good place, and everyone who's worked there has talked positively about it. What are your um, goals and ambitions then? Kind of going for obviously you've had a sounds like you've had a bit of a stellar year over the last year. So what's next? Yeah, well, the past year's been pretty crazy to be fair, opportunity wise, and going forward, it doesn't seem to be change, changing or slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> so <laughs> yep. uh, one thing I think a lot of people tend to slack on or not focus on it as much like we all have goals and aspirations like my ultimate goal is to get to japan i want to make oh, a living in japan and wrestle cool. there um but for right now it's just simply to get better that's all i want to do regardless of what shows i get on or what countries i fly to and stuff like that my main goal is to just keep getting better and i feel like if i keep getting better everything else is going to follow suit I don't know how much more better you can get. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, all, there's always something. I'm, I know honestly... there's always another thing you can learn, isn't there? That's the thing with it. It's it's there's always more. Um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. My mum shouts at me a lot for being too harsh on myself, but I'm my own worst critic. You have gotta have that chip on your shoulder to an extent, and I, I have a chip on my shoulder in terms of myself. Like there's always things I'd rather wish I did better, or and then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just watch. I'll spend hours just like watching your matches, but just picking things apart. And yeah, it's the is it the Japanese concept of I think it's kaizen, which is that you can always do something better. Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I didn't know. That. I've never read that term, but yeah, man. Someone <laughs> yeah. told some. Someone told it to me. I looked it up, and it's a genuine thing. It's like you can always improve on on something. Whether it's yeah, man, it's and I was like, okay, I get that. That's and just yeah, you just try and yeah, it's not wrong, definitely. I need, I need to look into that to be fair. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the same thing. It's just it's just got a name for it. It's like esprit d'escalier. It's just that you know when you have that witty retort two days later to someone saying something. It's, it's that thing. There's no just no British word for it. No English word for it is all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. Um, to to wrap up then, it's normally a question I ask at the start, but we just we just got chatting. It's been really it's been really nice having you on. Lovely. Is if if someone was listening to this who's never been to a show in the uk or a local promotion um what would you say to them to make them go and like we had a really nice comment recently of someone who went to a show because they've been listening to this podcast and they listened to shady naturus and that interview convinced him to go to a show and he was like it's the best fucking night of his life <laughs> he like he loved it <laughs> so um like this question does actually like resonate obviously with some people when they <laughs> listen so what what is it you would say i feel like regardless of background personality that like of what it is a professional wrestling show will have something for you that anyone can enjoy like you know mm. everyone's welcome at wrestling shows and it's just become like a really big community and yeah. it feels like a family like the whole brit wrestling at the minute it's had its it's had its slump and now there's just a, a group of solid hard-working guys that want to go out there and just lay it all out on the line because we genuinely care about uh, this scene and this business as a whole and 
regardless of yeah anything whatever you're into there'll be something on that show that can appeal to anybody even if you're not a wrestling fan like if you're in, if you're into music like you'll come to a wrestling show and someone might be doing like a rock star gimmick you know like and <laughs> they'll do a performance and just things like things like that where things from outside of wrestling play into it and it sort of resonates with people so yeah that's the best I can do, to, to, to be fair. Like, you put me on the spot there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll, no. Probably, I'll probably end this call and like, told us later, I'll think of a really good answer. Esprit <laughs> de Scalier, you see? It's always there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like we said that. It's always been like, it's it's the nicest place to be because everyone's so lovely. There's yeah, no yeah. there's no arseholes. And if there are arseholes, they're quickly removed. And yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely, safe space for people to enjoy themselves in the most ludicrous of manners. <laughs> well, as, soon, as soon as you started talking then because we we did a pod last week with the guy i was just mentioning he went to his first show and uh joe's brother who we've got into the scene recently as well and he you know and he fell in love with it coming and we just did a pod with them about what's it been like getting into it and they were both like wrestling for everyone isn't it and everything you just said then is basically what they said so yeah genuinely like it gets a stigma from people who don't really give it a chance yeah um but you know it's it goes back to that old poem and quote where he was like, I'm not bothered about, uh, what was it? What did he word it all? Um, he wasn't bothered, something along the lines of, he wasn't bothered about trying to bring in people who aren't into wrestling, or bothered about making a good show for like, the people who care about it. And I guess that's sort of like mm. the mindset we all have. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I, I mean, I've took a fair few people to, to shows and stuff now, and they've all loved it and come back for more and more of it. Because what's, what's it with the, the thing is, if you just submit yourself to not sitting there trying to be critical of it and just let it wash over you as, I guess, the art form that it is. Yeah. Because it yeah. is, you're, you're exactly. going out there putting a, a, a show on. For, 100%. Yeah. If you just go out there and appreciate that happening you'll have the best fun ever and it really is the most fun and it, it's yeah great and i love it like even like you guys when you did the um the stag do class you know it's an art form and it's a performance but you guys felt like sort of like the physicality to it and like oh, yes. the ring isn't oh, a, the ring yes, isn't a trampoline did. and stuff like that and no, you know, so there's a, there's a lot that goes into it and yeah i showed the suplex video to a friend of mine who used to wrestle back in well in like the 90s and he was like oh look at you with your crash mats i was like, all right i'm old like i'm not, <laughs> I'm not the young man that you were when you started like everything hurts let me be let me have my one thing that looks slightly cool please <laughs> Yeah. during that class because obviously i was, I was there watch it and there's another couple who watch it but everyone else really doesn't and yeah. I turned to a few and was like, oh, how are you feeling about wrestlers now? And they're like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> got a lot more appreciation. <laughs> and that was that was a lot of the conversation in the pub. They were just like, wow, like that that's that's for real. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a definite there's definitely like a skill to it. And yeah, th- it's it's definitely real to an extent. Like you can't fake emotion and you can't fake like certain you can't fake the impact that we we do to, we give each other. No. Like no. you know, we, we're not yeah, we're not like punching each other square in the face but we still connect and we still lay things in especially nowadays like <laughs> and you jobs. feel that more when you see it in person i think <laughs> which adds to it a lot. Yeah. yeah 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 i think our darren said that he's like seeing it on tv you don't realize how loud it is basically it's like ballet in that respect i never realized ballet was so loud till i went and i was like this is rubbish really? yeah it's well loud <laughs> you think they're all dainty and graceful but they're boof when they hit the floor i was like hmm <laughs> louder than the music at one point Put it down. Are you are you sure you saw ballet? What? Yeah, <laughs> the little bear in the car going round and round. The car, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 
I said my last question. If you could pick anyone in the indie scene in the UK at the moment, have have just, just a one-on-one match with who are we picking? I'd be lying if I didn't say Will Osprey. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. My opinion, my opinion, easily the best in the world at the minute, and it's not even close. Yeah. My opinion, from like the stuff that I enjoy, like to me, no one, no one even comes close to touching that guy. I mean, I've never met him. I'd love to. I'd, even I'd love to just spend like, even if I didn't get to wrestle him, I'd love to just spend half an hour just like picking his brain. Yeah, like, well, he's over here soon. Like, yeah, P- possibly. He's, <laughs> he was over here like the weekend, I think, wasn't he? He was at one PW, yeah. weren't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, if I could just get like 15 minutes, half an hour of that man's time just to like pick his yeah. brain, and I'd, just, I'd just be like in awe. I'd have my notepad there. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's definitely like one of the dream matches for me. Oh, what yeah, is definitely. it about him that, that resonates for you? This is what frustrates me. You see all these massive debates on Twitter over who the best wrestler in the world is. Like, it depends on what wrestling you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. prefer, if, if like you prefer comedy wrestling, then Santino Morello might be the best wrestler in the world to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And then if you like technical, like Matt 40 minute, wrestling, the 40 minute have, yeah. classic clinics, like, you know, Will Ospreay, like stuff like that. It, it just depends on what you prefer. Um, well, that's it though. But that's it. Agree. Wrestling is agree. a spectrum. It covers A to B. And like you said, there'll exactly always be like something it. for someone. Yeah. There isn't one best wrestler in the world. Like it's too subjective. Yes. What's your favourite song? I mean, yeah, so many options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. I yeah. that the other week. Yeah. That were a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, well, um, where can we find you? Follow you? Have you got are you on socials? Yeah, Twitter. I am at Philip Michael ninety eight. Instagram Philip Michael ninety eight as well. Lovely nice. stuff. We'll my Facebook. Uh, my Facebook's private. I don't have a Facebook page or anything. But no, yeah, no, I don't think no, well, anymore. It's just for boomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know what. Yeah, that anyway. means. Anyone listening, go give him a follow. He's, yeah, we'll put him in he the, is uh, tremendous. the notes. Yeah, we'll put the links in. He is, he is tremendous. He managed to teach us some basic wrestling things, so he knows his shit as well. Yes. <laughs> if he can make us do... Like trying to herd cats, isn't it? Yeah. Asthmatic cats. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we've always said best thing about doing this podcast or Vince podcast is that we've we've fallen into the scene through it with none of us had ever been to a show and it's it's been the best part of it and then getting to interview people has been amazing and genuinely hand on my heart here this has been one of my favorite ones yeah, and i appreciate your time and your honesty um and i want to kind of honor that in terms of in terms of what you've given oh, us tonight because thank you guys like yeah like being a fun group at the stag group the other week and then today <laughs> like just it's just an easy atmosphere yeah like fun to talk to like I was telling you before, when I like, I get nervous doing these, but like today, it's just, it's just so easy. Good. Appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, go and have you too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you again. Goodbye. That's Bye. I learnt a big word, alright?